Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I'm doing good. Down, down. You're waiting on God. Hey, victory. Good morning. Uh, one, two, three. Come on now. You got some victory. You better get you some victory going on this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Copy and Conversations. It's your girl, LMJ. It's an amazing day. It's an amazing day. And I am so grateful and good to be in the house of the Lord. And I know I'm in the studio, but guess what? I'm in the house of the Lord. Pastor D, my counterpart at Rejoice, posted a t-shirt the other day. And it said, you can have church absolutely everywhere. And we are the church. We are the tabernacle. So it is so good to be in the house of the Lord. God is so faithful. God is so gracious. God is so amazing, right? Lord, the Lord God is good. He is faithful. It's not going to be a good day. It's already a good day. And I walk up, I woke up with victory. And that song right there is Victory by Kirk Franklin. My God, one, two, three. It doesn't matter. He says it's going to be a brand new Jericho. It's going to be a brand new thing going on. So I just want you to take a moment and rejoice. Don't get up out that bed moaning and complaining and tripping and thinking about your cares. Don't pick up the cares and the care, the worries and the things that you put down last night. Don't pick them up today and then turn around and carry them with you through this day. Now nah, we're going to go through this day being a little bit different. We're going to go through this day already walking in victory. We're going to go through this day already declared. We're already going to be seated at the feet of our Father, walking in the fullness of what God has called us to do. Why? It's a good day because we serve a good, good Father. And our Father, my God, is on the throne. Our father is on the throne and I just thank him and I'm grateful. So I got to do a couple little shout outs. All right. So, um, first of all, I need to do some thank yous just really quick. I need to thank Jeanette Roman and I need to thank my aunt Cheryl Mack and my aunt Cheryl Mack's friend. Um, and I'm not doing this because they asked me or they wanted to be put on front street, but I had some appeals and they just heard the appeals of my heart. And even yesterday, um, my aunt and her friend just went and I feel like they cleaned Dollar General out and bought all kinds of supplies and everything to take over to the women. And they did not do this to be honored and they did not do this to get recognition, but I get to recognize them and I get to lift them up publicly and I get to tell them how much I appreciate them and thank them. And God was like, the appeal of your heart will move things around you. So thank y'all for helping us serve these women that are in the shelter, these single moms that are homeless. Um, if you wanna be a part of that, uh, please, you can go onto the website, you can sow a seed, you can ship us packages. Uh, another project that we're a part of, and I'm going to drop something today, and I need you guys to go vote. 
Drew Projects is out of uh, Hollywood, California. It is my sister's nonprofit organization. They service the world with feminine hygiene kit projects. They've been a part of this ministry. They've sewn in this ministry. We've sewn into them. And they are the finalists for a $25,000 grant with State Farm. And so today, I need you to vote. When I drop the link today, I need you to vote. I need you to go vote. You can vote up to 10 times a day. Um, they are down. They, they are down to the last 199. And we need to make some noise because they are making in kingdom impact. There are about 11,000 women in their area impacted and homeless. And so they've been giving them feminine hygiene kit products. And they don't just give them to them. They send them throughout the world. And so I need you to get involved later and I need you to vote. I need you to commit to me that you'll take out a little bit of time, click the link and vote. Click the link and vote and just share that today. And you can vote 10 up times. So I'm going to be flooding your timeline today. I'm going to be flooding. I'm going to be tagging some of you. But I need you to get a part of this so that we can make kingdom impact. Kingdom impact for Jesus. If you were not on Bible study last night, sorry, fellas, okay? If you were not on Bible study last night, ladies, go get that Bible study in the group. God is so good to us. He is so good to us. He gave us, I was chewing on the scripture this morning. Like I was chewing on some of that this morning. And I was like, my God, my God, this, this word, this word that you gave us about being in your tabernacle and being hidden on your cliff and you would hide me and keep me from my enemies. I think I'm going to read that scripture every day and pray that prayer every day over myself. It was so, so, so powerful powerful so if you didn't see last night bible study you need to get that you need to go back and watch that you may need to watch that again <laughs> you may, may need to be the person that watched it again a couple other things a couple more a couple more announcements a couple more announcements we're still doing feed the streets we're still putting our stuff in position for our brothers and sisters on on the streets that need us we're making impact for his glory so don't forget to sow into that to be a part of that to place your seed in that we need you to place your seed in that so that we can make in further impact for god's glory and that's scriptural the lord actually said the word says that he'll bless you thank you for that vanessa it was psalms 27 thank you sister uh vanessa just said that was psalms 27 so if you didn't get that um, you need to make sure you get that. Also, two opportunities this Friday, uh, Tori Delaney, Todd Delaney, Second Baptist Church. Your girl will be MC in the program. September the 12th is Ladies Night Out. If you are not a part of Rejoice's VIP program, I put the link on my Facebook page. Go join the Rejoice's VIP program and get your ticket to Ladies Night Out September the 12th. Your girl, Pastor D and Jeannie will be hosting that event. And it's going to be a whole lot of God and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And so if you need a break, the tickets are only $10. Go get you a ticket to Girls Night Out so that we can... Um, so that we can hang out together. I'll be in a place we can hang out, have fun. You can have fun with Jesus. As a matter of fact, I have fun, more, way more fun with Jesus than I had in the world. Major, 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 major shout out this morning to my ministry team. Uh, I need to shout out Shonda, and I thank you, Lord. And I need to shout out Kim, and I need to thank them for serving. And then I even saw some ladies who are not on the ministry team picking up chairs and stuff and putting stuff up. Thank you, Edie Riller. I saw you. The Lord saw you. Thank you for 
pausing just to make sure everything was okay. Thank you, Shonda. Thank you for Kim for serving selfishly, making sure we were served and our coffee was good and your girl was taken care of. I appreciate y'all. I don't take what you do for granted. You do not have to be steadfast and serve in this ministry. And I tell y'all all the time, I need y'all. I cannot do ministry by myself. I need y'all. Kim wasn't even feeling her 100 last night. Uh, Shonda's been through some things lately. Um, and I'm just going to speak a blessing. I declare everything in your life. My God. I declare everything in your life is blessed. I declare everything in your life is blessed. It's consumed and overwhelmed and experiences the full for your ability to serve and not complain. I just appreciate you guys. Now, do me a favor. If you're just logging on, it's your girl, LMJ Coffee and Conversations. Today, we're going to be still. We're still in the life by in the spirit. We're going to be talking a little bit about the company you keep. We're still going to be going over what we covered yesterday. Um, I need to remind you of a few things, but we're getting ready to pray today. Let's pray. Let our faith get in agreement. Hopefully, you're not on here just to watch. Hopefully, you're on here to receive. Um, there is something about Jesus, when you open yourself up to receive, you receive the fullness of everything that he called you in. And I don't know about you, but I want myself, I got to tell y'all this little story as well. Right. I'm going to pray first. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for grace. I thank you for mercy. I thank you for peace. I thank you for joy. I thank you for love. My God, I thank you. You are a sovereign God. You are a just God. You are a fair God. You are a loving God. You are a merciful God. Father God, I just say thank you. I thank you for just your grace this morning, your mercy, your capacity. We thank you, Lord God, for your win-win. We thank you for bringing in the fullness, my God, of who you called us to serve. Lord God, we thank you for the power that can only come from the Holy Spirit. I cancel the assignment of the enemy off our lives right now in Jesus' name. Father God, I lift up my sister. Father God, I'm speaking this name out because the Holy Spirit did. I lift up my sister, Yara Robertson. You know where she's been called in medicine, Father God. So right now we stand in the door for her. We stand in the gap for her, Father God. I cover her, Father God, right now in your love, in your peace, and in your joy, Father God. We thank you. You give her the strategies. We thank you for you give her the techniques. We thank you, Father God, as she goes into surgery, Lord God, as she lays her hands on every patient, my God, every patient that she touches today, this week, Father God, that it's your hands on the patients. We thank you, Father God, for giving her wisdom, for giving her knowledge, for giving her insight, Lord God, and that she trusts you more than she trusts medicine. We lift her up before you, Father God. We cover her in the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. We thank you that her body is performing according to the word that every cell, every fiber, every tissue, and we cancel the assignment of her life to be fatigued. We thank you, Lord God, she has good energy, and we thank you that you are her present help. We thank you that favor goes before her and multiplication and increases upon her life. Bless y'all today, Lord God. I lift her up before you, and I thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I need to also pray for my sister, Stasi. I thank you, Lord God, for Stasi. I thank you for who you called her to be. I thank you for your clarion call on her life. I thank you she walked in the clarity my God, that you called her to walk in right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for restoring Tammy's body, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. You are her present help, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that miracle signs and wonders are coming her way. And even the people that she's been laboring for in prayer, she will begin to experience and witness the power of God in her life. Father God, bless this devotional today. Bless each and every one person over here, Lord God. Bless every seed that has been sown, Lord God. We thank you, Waymaker. We thank you, King of Kings. We thank you, Lord of Lords. We thank you, the great I am. We thank you, Father God, for all you've called us 
to be and do. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let the Holy Spirit go before us today. I thank you for all our sponsors, those that labor with us, Lord God. Bless Odell, Father God. Bless Ronald Perry. Bless Gary Green. Bless John Elmore. Bless Rodney, Lord God, the men that stand strong with us as we are in ministry, Lord God. We thank you for our brothers that are always on the devotional. Michael Harris, Father God. DeCondi Tippett, we thank you for the brothers that sup with us, that carry us and cover in prayer. And Father God, most of all, we thank you for your love. Let your love pave every way today. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I have to pray according to the obedience of the Holy Ghost. I have to pray according to the obedience of the Holy Ghost. I do. Whatever he declares, whatever he has out of my mouth, whenever he brings somebody in my spirit, I'm just not going to sit and wait. I'm not going to wait. I just don't know God will do something richly for them. And we got to stand steadfast. Hey, Melissa Price, that's my sister in Atlanta. If you don't know who that woman of God is, God is moving in her life and moving in her uh, ministry. And I'm just so grateful for her. I see y'all logging in. Hey, Frizzell Moore. Let me do a few shout outs this morning. Hey, Paula Cheney, how you doing? Hey, Ramonda. Hey, Hilda. Good morning. 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 My God, I got that T.G. Jakes anointment on me. The anointing on me. So let's 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 talk about this. So let's go back. We got to backtrack to Monday. We're never in rush with the word of God. We're going to get as much as we can in. We know we're going to pray in this ministry. We know we got to pray. Uh, we know we're going to do some declarations and declare your peace. The Bill Winston um, confession still prays. Confess that and establish your righteousness. But I need to go back to Monday because God is reminding me of something. Remember, I said something to you. When I gave you Deuteronomy and eight, it was not just a word. It wasn't just something to say. When the Lord puts a scripture on my heart and my spirit and tells me, this is what I need you to talk about for the people. It's always a command. It's always him opening the door. It's always him prepping us and preparing us. So remember, Deuteronomy eight, we started with be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and commands. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go, you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to know you. I can preach on that all day. I can preach on that leading right, right all day because I know what God does in those seasons because God doesn't want us thirsty for anything but him. He doesn't. He's not trying to allow anything else to quench our thirst. And sometimes things, we will not be connected to the things that we were once connected to, and we won't have the things in place that we once had in place because God is moving something. So I need you to go back to the point in, in this land you're going to have everything. He goes to Deuteronomy 6. He says, so obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. It has, I told, I was talking to Jess this morning. Um, I don't talk to too many people in the morning, but I always pray and talk with her and we esteem each other and build each other up. Um, and so, because I'm usually in the zone and I told her we've entered into a new season. I don't have to guess that. I, I don't have to speculate that. We have entered, I, I know we are in a brand new season. <laughs> and in a new season always comes instructions. In a new season always comes instructions. In, in a new season, there always comes instructions. So we have entered into a brand new season in our lives. We are in a new position. So when the Lord comes in and says, read Deuteronomy 8, we all devotion, we all suffering together, be careful to obey all the commands, all 
not some, not partially. Be careful to do absolutely everything that I'm telling you to do in this season is significant because you, then it says, then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land. The Lord swore to even give your ancestors. That means some of y'all gonna be recompensed for the stuff that belonged to the people before you. My God, the stuff that was laid up. But not only that, to the promises that were on Abraham's life, the promises that were on Abraham, Abraham's life is still on our life. I'm telling you, I'm telling me, telling you. So you need to go back. You need to read that. You need to get in there. We've entered into a new season. We're not coming into a new season. We're not transitioning. The transition had happened. That's a prophetic word. You are in a new season. For those of the us that have been walking, for those of us that have stayed attached, for those of us that have gone through the process, for those of us that have kept our face on him, there is a new season that's upon our life. And I feel that very strongly. Not coming into. We are in a brand new season. And in this brand new season, there are instructions in this season and there are specifics in this season. And so we're learning to live life by the spirit. This is why God has been putting so much emphasis on you living by the spirit and not your flesh and you being rebuilt and understanding. This is why we started the grave robber series. This is why he shook you up. This is why he said, wake up. This is why he said, get up. This is why he's been saying, renew your mind. This is why he's been telling you to press. This is why he's been telling you to change your attitude. This is why for some of us, we had to change our wardrobe. This was why, why for some of us, we're going to have to change some friends. He's saying to you, you're in a brand new season and you cannot afford to in this season, operate as you did in past and previous seasons. It's not going to produce the result for you. Now, if you're like me, I am ready for the occupying, the multiplying, the increase, everything that he swore my ancestors. As a matter of fact, if you go over to Deuteronomy 6, it said, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains and springs that gush out in valleys and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, my God, of grapevines, fig trees, and pomegranates, of olive oil and honey. It is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is a common as a stone and copper is abundant in the hills. When you've eaten your field, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given to you. But that is the time to be careful, be aware that in your plenty, you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I'm giving you today. Yeah, ain't no shift. You done already shifted. <laughs> ain't no shift. We done already shifted. We didn't, we didn't already shifted. I'm telling you, somebody's saying we a shift. No, we've already shifted. <laughs> we've already shifted. We like, we've already shifted. The shift has occurred. The new season is upon us. And so it's very careful that you not obey yourself, that you obey God in this season. Last night, I talked to them about the word exposed, right? And getting to the altar and allowing God to do something for us. And that's funny because when you're exposed at the altar, it can also can become a detriment to you. So we have to be careful that when we're exposed and when we're open and when we're in this season, because exposed means to be laid open, to be uncovered, to be unprotected, to be made liable to attack. When you make a decision that you're not going to obey the commandments, when you make a decision that you're not going to follow the things he says, then you expose yourself. You're laid open. You're laid bare. You're uncovered. You're unprotected. you made liable for attack. You're offered for sale. Come on now. You offered for sale. So you can't afford to not obey what God says. 
You cannot afford to obey what God says you can't afford to in this season. The part made liable to attack. Offer for sale? I'm not interested in the enemy selling me. <laughs> I'm not interested in me selling me. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in no text. As a matter of fact, I want to go over to Psalms 27 where he tells me to come on up in here, get up under my protection so that I can shield you do and do absolutely everything I need to do for you. But when I'm disobedient, then I expose, I lay open, I lay bare, I lay uncovered, I lay unprotected. I make myself liable to attack. I'm offered for sale. I'm disclosed. I'm open for public view that that's what it means that's what it means when we're attacked and then if you take the other word i gotta give this to you this morning if we take the other word and it's liable you're abound to it <laughs> you're bound to it you're liable for calamities you're liable for censor you're liable to error you're liable to sin you're liable to you are liable <laughs> you are liable to fall you are liable to fall <laughs> So if he's already told you, I want to share, I want to share a couple of things with you. If he's already given you some commandments, if he's already told you, can I tell you, I, the Lord was showing me something in my spirit. He, he was, I'm a big animal planet kingdom lover. And he was showing me, he said, what are the animals that always get picked off? Who are the ones that they always attack? And I was like, the ones that are distracted, the ones that stray from the pact, the ones that seem to be the weakest link, the ones that seem to be compromised. He said, those are the ones they always attack. And the reason they are under attack is because they don't follow the laws of the pact. They don't stay in position. They don't get, they don't stay in position. They're not where they're supposed to be. And so the reason that they're, when they're not where they're supposed to be, they're open for a plucking. <laughs> they're open for a plucking. They're open for an attack. And then they're made liable for this. I'm not made liable. Anytime you make a decision, come on, Holy Ghost, to not obey him. He's not obliged. He'll come in. Grace will come in. Mercy will come in. But he's not obliged because you've made yourself liable. You've exposed yourself to it. That's why I tell you the state of repentance is so important. If you got unforgiveness, repent. If you've not followed what God has said to you, repent. Because two things happen when you don't follow and obey. You're exposed and you made liable. <laughs> you're exposed and you made liable. So what is the Lord, where did the Lord from us? I wrote you something. I said, the company you keep. Remember, we have been in this season. We talked about 1 Corinthians 2.14. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are trying to discern them through the spirit. A lot of the reason sometimes we fall into things is because we keep trying to discern it by our flesh and our flesh will lead us to death and our flesh will lie to us, right? And if we don't try to discern what's being said to us in the spirit and put it in prime importance and what God is saying, to us, then we won't walk into the fullness of what God, and then we're liable, we're exposed, we up for sale. That, that right there, we up for sale, we up for sale. Jesus isn't the ransom for you. You've walked out of holiness. You've walked out and the, they've been lying to us, teaching us this little watered down salvation and that our sins weren't important. All we got to do is just say, Jesus, no, you got to live holy and you got to live obedient and you got to make sure you're not putting any confidence in your flesh and that you're only trusting what the spirit said, because that's going to be significant in this season right? The person without the spirit does not accept the things that comes from the spirit of God, but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. <laughs> they are only there. And, and I talked to you yesterday and I told you your word infirmities means your weakness. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to help you for in your weaknesses. So let me give you these scriptures. 
today. So the company you keep is going to be very important in this season. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. You know, I like to repeat myself and repetition is necessary because it gets down in you. The company you're going to keep is going to be important in your season. You cannot afford to have anybody around you that's negative. You cannot afford to have anybody around you that's going to compromise your morality. You're not, you cannot afford to have anybody around you that's going to compromise your healing. You cannot afford to have anybody around you that's going to compromise your decision making. You cannot afford to have anybody around you that's not going to offer you any advice than other than scripture. So I'm going to give you some scriptures to back that up. First Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Here's your way of escape. The Lord is telling you, you're going to have to disconnect from those relationships in which they've been compromising you, or you're not going to make this in this season. And I'm talking about even the relationships that weaken you. I'm talking about even the relationships that weaken you. You, you can't be sick. The Lord showed that to me. You can't be sick. You can't need a nursing. You can't need a healing. And you trying to help someone else get healed in this season. You're going to have to pull away from the relationships that are compromising you. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, do not be misled. Bad company. I'm going to say this again because we'll say, oh, I'm strong. And I, I will say, oh, I got this. And I will be saying things like, oh, my gosh, I don't need this. Listen this, bad company corrupt, corrupts good character. You are in a new season. In the new season, you cannot afford for bad company to corrupt your good character. You cannot afford to be attached to anybody you're not supposed to be attached to. You cannot afford to wait in this season on anybody lagging. You cannot afford in this season to keep your, get your eyes off God. If that person wants to be in your life, if they're trying to pull you away from the things of God, remember our thoughts are supposed to be pure, lovely, noble, of good report, right? Praiseworthy, noteworthy. If we're in relationships that are not allowing us to think like that, you cannot be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. He didn't say there was a but. Paul didn't say uh, bad company corrupts new character. So you're going to have to change your mindset and the people that you've been keeping yourself connected to. You're going to have to change your mindset and thinking that I, I, the people that you've carried and you stayed, those people that are not elevating you, those people that are not pushing you more into the things of God. If the people you're connected to are not pulling you or drawing into the things of God, you're going to have to back out, get in position and pray. I don't care if it's your kids. I, I don't care if it's your kids. You're going to have to pull back, get in the position and begin to pray. First John 4 one says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. I'm studying something right now on sin. I'm studying something about people who say, Lord, Lord, they'll be in church. They look effective. They look uh, like they went in. They look like they doing everything God said. And it said God will get to the gate and deny them. Right. Because there's some presence of sin or some other things in their life. Second Corinthians 614 says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. So but what do the righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Second Peter three and nine, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness and stay he is patient with you. Not anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But after a while, the judgment of God comes in Matthew five and 30. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. If you got friends, if you got relationships and they causing you to stumble, cut them off and throw them away. 
It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go to hell. Cut them off and throw them away. In this season, I'm telling you, I'm, in this season, I'm telling you, good, good company, bad company is going to corrupt your good character. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. It hurts. It's going to be painful, Kim. It does hurt. It's, it's going to be painful. People going to walk away from you because they don't understand your persistency in God, your consistency, what you're allowing the Lord to do, how you sold out on your business, how you sold out to your ministry, how you sold out to the things of God. But in this season, we are in a new season. It is a necessary. You cannot afford to be with bad character. Let me share this last little bit for you. So when we were reading Romans 8 and 26, it says, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And I told you the Spirit is going to console us. The Spirit helps us. The Spirit helps us in our infirmities, in our weaknesses. This is when you bring the Holy Spirit in and say, look, I'm having a hard time detaching from these relationships that don't mean me any good. These relationships that have made it. Can I tell you something? If you're in a relationship with anybody, that permits you to sin, that laughs at your sin, that jokes at your sin, um, that doesn't love you properly through your sin, that's not your friend. If they signing off to anything you got going on, if they high-fived you, if they know you wounded and you got issues and they encouraging you to live you a life outside of Christ, those are not your friends. <laughs> you, those are not your friends. Those are not your friends. And so you got to dig deeper in those relationships. Because, see, this world has given us a perspective that we can ride the fence. I, I can't. I want to run in the studio, and I can't. This world has given us a perspective that we can ride the fence, that we can still be in the world and look like the world, and we don't need to look different. So I told you the, that he helps us with our affirmities for what, what we know not. This is what we need. The Holy Spirit renders us. The reasons why we as Christians do not know what to pray for, we were talking about what to pray for, is because we don't really know a lot of times what's best for us. We don't want know what God would be willing to grant us. We won't pray and ask for God's aid in our relationships because we don't even know what God will be willing to do. So we carry our relationships in our own strength. Mm -mm. I don't even want your kids compromising you in this season. I don't even want your kids compromising you in the season. Y'all, And then sometimes your complexities are so deep and so perplexed and encompassed with so many trials and exposed to so many temptations um, and dealing with disease and calamities. The only thing that's going to help you out of here is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit itself. Let me read one more thing to you and then let's go. My God, what a word, Lord. What a word. I thank God for things like this. Let's go to Romans 8 and it's 9 through 11. It says, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. We've already received our righteousness. We've already accepted Christ Jesus. If sinful, sin is still your problem, it's because you're not living life by the spirit. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. It says, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. And somebody's going to say, but we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. You need to study that scripture a little more. You need to study the scripture a little more. The Holy Spirit will help you overcome sin. The Holy Spirit will take the taste out of your mouth. When I see people are smoking, I'm not playing. If I pull up in the car and somebody's smoking, I say, Lord, you deal with them. And I pray that the taste of cigarette comes out of their mouth in the name of Jesus. When I see somebody drunk, I say, Lord, you deal with them. And I pray that the taste of alcohol comes out of their mouth in the name of Jesus. I can't do it, but the Holy Spirit does it. 
right? The Holy Spirit will do it. It says, it says, and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to God at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of the sin, but sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you, which says he will give you the ability to overcome, to accomplish, to get past that thing that you felt, that you felt like you couldn't overcome and couldn't happen for you. He's going to do that. He's going to, why? Because the Holy Spirit is going to begin to make intercession for you. And when he makes intercession for you, he's going to begin to intercede for you. He's going to aid. He's going to assist you. He's going to do it, but he's not going to pray for you. But in our prayers and our families, he's going to pray with you. My God, when you're anxious and when you're deep and when you're assigned, just invite the Holy Spirit in so he can lead you and assist you and give you what you need. And to break away from relationships that mean you absolutely no good. The Holy Spirit is the only one that can produce that. The Holy Spirit can only produce that. He can only produce what you, can, you, what you can't say. He can only give you the wisdom, the knowledge. And I told you we're going to look at the life of John because we're talking about a call into our purpose. And if we're going to answer the call into our purpose, then the company you keep is going to be very important, baby. <laughs> the company you keep is going to be very important in this season. The company you keep, who you align yourself with. I'm telling you, God is doing some things. Now I got to share my testimony with you real quick. Yesterday, um, where I live, we live next to a mountain. And so it is not unusual for scorpions to get in our house. It's not unusual for scorpions to get in our house. So, and I walk barefooted. I don't put shoes on. I hate shoes on. I got no shoes on my feet right now, right? Um, I walk barefooted everywhere, inside, outside, it doesn't matter. Um, so I was walking down the hallway. I go into the bathroom and Josiah comes past me and he jumps and he looks up and he says, Mother, you just, I think you just walked on the scorpion because the scorpion wasn't moving. The scorpion was right there in the carpet. He was like, mother, it, and it's scary. He said, I think you just walked over a scorpion. I walked in the hallway. I looked. It was a scorpion down there. I picked, I got grass and Kleenex. I picked it up and I put it in the toilet. Well, I never paid any more attention to it because I was going to Bible study. And God took me back to Luke 6. And I think it's Luke 6, 38. He said, I'm going to give you the ability. <laughs> to trample on scorpions, to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick. You didn't even know what you had walked over. You didn't even know what you had walked over. You don't even know what you trampled on. You just kept right on walking. You just trusted me enough. You just stayed in my face. You believed me and when I, in my word when I said no hurt, no harm, no danger. You believed me when I, you say I'm dwelling in the secret place of the most high. I'm dwelling in the secret place. I'm talking about walk, walk right on over it, walked right on on my journey. God is giving that type of power to us. God is giving my, my God is giving us that type of power. He's giving us that type of authority. Why? It was promised to us in Christ Jesus. I'm walking in your full authority of who you are. And my second thing to you is I need to share this to you. And I told this story before, and I think this is going to help you. In January, I was walking a mountain. The winds were blowing. The dust was everywhere. And the Lord told me, my friend came up behind me, my friend Shonda, she lives in Cali. 
She said, you just keep moving on the mountain, right? So I kept moving. I kept walking. I kept moving. I kept walking. I kept moving. I kept walking. The, the winds, all kinds of adverse situations. Well, at first, I didn't want to keep moving and walking because I felt like I was leaving my friends behind. So I kept walking, and I got to a place, and I sat, and I was being restored. That's what it was. Pastor D helped me see that. I was sitting there, and as I was sitting there the other day, the Lord did something so sick. I was sitting on the top of the mountain. My friend Shonda walked up behind me, and she said to me, she said, see, everybody that's meant to be with you will catch up. And I'm going to tell you the same thing. Everybody that's meant to be with you is going to catch up. You cannot be afraid to leave people behind in this season. Everybody that's meant to be, by the time I got to the top of the mountain, they, they came. They might have been a little bit late. They might have been a little bit slow. But by the time I got to the top of the mountain, they came. They were there. Why? Because they were focused on God. Why? Because their path and journey was a little bit different. And then everybody else that was not supposed to be connected to me in this season, they either fell off or didn't make it up the mountain. Anybody that's not going to go did, fell off or didn't make it up the mountain. But everybody that had perseverance in them, everybody that had purpose in them, they made it. You cannot be afford to slow yourself down. You cannot afford to not be focused because you're trying to hold on to people in this season. You got to keep your eyes on God. You got to be careful to obey. <laughs> that mountain was so significant. I'm talking about the wind was blowing. Dust was everywhere. And God just told me to keep going. And Shonda encouraged me. See, your real friends going to encourage you to keep going. They're not going worry about, to worry about you leaving them behind. Everybody that's meant to be with you will catch up everybody that's meant to be with you and along the way you ain't got to worry about the adversities he gave you the ability to trample on certain stop worrying and worrying over what's to come god got us stop worrying i know that me walking over that serpent was significant that mountain moment was significant you got to keep moving and you can't worry about the wind the dust the sand whatever might be coming you ain't even supposed to be preempting that because god got us i gotta go y'all gonna have me in trouble i gotta go i love y'all so much i love y'all i love y'all i'm believing god for y'all let me speak come on come on jeanette y'all everybody will catch up everybody will catch up you just keep pressing woman of god you just keep pressing you just keep moving everybody else will catch up and it's hard when it's your family it's hard when you feel like you got to walk away from your kids your loved ones and everybody else but they will catch up if they're meant to be there and our children are an inheritance right and our children of our, our of ours are an inheritance my children will fulfill every purpose but i don't have time to be on pause they're gonna have to catch up <laughs> in this season everybody that's supposed to be with you will catch up or fall off or fall off and you ain't got nothing to worry about because he got you let me speak a blessing over you father god i thank you for your people father god i thank you that you bless the work of their hands i thank you that you are shining upon them i thank you that favor goes before them favor produces supernatural increase favor causes policies rules and regulations to be reversed to their advantage favor is encamped angels encamped around them angels in their home angels ministering on their behalf lord god we thank you father god that everything they put their hands to shall prosper i thank you father god that even what the devil meant for evil is being turned around for their good reversing situations reversing decisions lord god we thank you that they are fruitful they are multiplying and they are increasing and i thank you this is the day that the lord has made and they shall rejoice 
Be full of your joy and be glad in it. In Jesus' name, I see y'all back here in the morning. I love y'all. Come back in and sup. Invite somebody in. Share this video. Get somebody this word. Let them experience the fullness of who and what God is in their life. We love you so, so much in this season. Some of y'all need to go back and chill on this. In this season, y'all pray for my kids today. They return to school. Pray for Judy J. Pray for Josiah. Pray for my grandsons who will be going to school, school soon. Pray for this ministry. Pray that the Lord continue to give us the resources we need. We need a building. We need a van. Man, we got a list of things. Y'all just pray in alignment with us. Come on. Pray in alignment with us so that we can walk into the fullness of everything God called us to be. I'll see you back here in the morning. Remember, you got the victory. Remember, you got the victory. Go be loved today. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.